When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On Crunch Time, the Newsweek with Tom Morris. Adam Trelaw hamstring is mm. something that is synonymous with him across his career. He's actually been fairly durable the last year or so. He missed one game with a calf last year, no hamstrings, but he is well known for that double hamstring in one incident, I think on the boundary line at the MCG a few years ago. So there is, they are going to proceed with an abundance of caution here, the dogs. I've touched base with them this morning. He'll have scans today. Luke Beveridge hopes it's not too bad, but they won't really know until those scans come back. So let's hope let's hope that Trelaw isn't out for too long, but it's not too serious as well. Um, some other injuries around the league. Paddy Dangerfield's the other hamstring mm. I want to talk about. Um, this was his left hamstring. Again, they're not too sure how serious it is, but he was he wasn't even sprinting. He's a power athlete, and if you say that Paddy Dangerfield's done his hamstring. You'd imagine him sprinting out of a contest and using that force, but it wasn't that at all. And he is on the wrong side of 30, as he did mention to Cam Mooney post-game. You hope that he's not out for too long here, Sarah, Paddy Dangerfield, with his hamstring. This was Paddy Dangerfield after the game. It's not too bad. I was was genuinely jogging and I thought, and all of a sudden I felt like a bit of a hamstring awareness and it's like, I reckon I've done it. Um, But on the hopefully minor scale, um, having done one before and done the belly, this doesn't feel like that. But... um, not worth the risk, you know, a minute into the into the second half. And thankfully the guys, you know, finished off a really solid game against a team that's playing great footy. So we're confident in just saying it was just a bit of tightness? Well, I wouldn't know that if I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm not the, but there's no smoke just, and shadows behind the windows. Just keep everyone happy. There's no sh- smoke and shadows behind the windows. Um, uh, scan it tomorrow yeah. um, and then reassess where it's at. Um, it, it feels minor, but, you know, you can never really tell with these things, as you know, Moon. So... Um, and on the wrong side of 30. So conservative approach to how it goes. Just as an aside, the Geelong Football Club oh. in their injury list every week has player X short-term or mid-term. Or, or TBC. Or TBC. <laughs> it's the most uninformative injury list I've ever <laughs> seen. I'm laughing about it. I'd love and, to know what the obligation is for the club to tell us exactly what's going on. And did uh, Cam Mooney have his... Jumper on under his duffel coat, his Geelong jumper. <laughs> can, we just, can we just say it was tightness? Yeah. Say whatever you like. Yeah. He'll, um, on a serious note, he'll miss at least two games, maybe three, won't he? Mm. I mean, they talk about the 21-day protocol. Yeah. Probably add a week on because of his age and the caution that they'll want around it. He's yeah. looked good, hasn't he, the past month as well? He has. He has. He's playing. And he yeah. started very well yesterday too. This is a terrible news story. West Coast expects, without it being 100% yet, that Jai Cully mm-hmm. has done his ACL and his right knee. 20 years old. He's played nine games. Um, picked one in the mid-season draft last year. Josh Gablich reported on AFL.com this year, uh, sorry, last week, that they haven't opened contract talks for 2024 and beyond. You'd imagine this ACL might uh, um, accelerate those discussions. But this is not good for West Coast. It's not good for Adam Simpson. But it's especially not good for the player, Scotty. And Adam Simpson was visibly emotional in the press conference after the game, talking about him. I'm surprised that they haven't opened contract negotiations because of what he's been able to do in a short short time. Mm. And rising star nomination against Port Adelaide a couple of weeks, four Mm. goals. Like, 
in your ninth game, you, it, was, it might have been his seventh game at the yeah. time, he's kicked four goals. There's a future there. After, so, after Tom Jonas got him in the head with a bump as yeah. well. Yeah, so um, I, I think he'll be fine from that point of view because he's shown he's got talent. It's just incredibly disappointing as he's starting to find his feet that he gets this injury. But, yeah. uh, look, I, I hope he's gained a lot of confidence the last two or three weeks in his performance that you know a player starts to feel that they belong at the level. But now he's got, you know, not back until next year if that's confirmed. So really yep. sad news there. Charlie Ballard, a neck injury but no concussion. We'll talk about the MRO implications of this in a few moments' time. But um, he copped a bump, I think, from Cosy Pickett earlier in the game. And then um, Jacob Van Ruin came in and attempted to spoil the ball, depending on how you look at it. And he heard a crack in his neck, Charlie Ballard. So that's why the stretcher came out. Um, but Which he is the right call, by the way. 100% yeah. the right call for the stretcher to come out. So we'll see how long he is out for. He'll have that scan over the next couple of days. The good news is Noah Ainsworth is improving from his badly corked quad and is likely to come back next week as well. Should we touch on the MRO? Should yeah, let's that? just touch on that before we move on. Okay, so Jacob Van Ruin's the big one here. He um, came in to spoil a marking contest, which Charlie – or not a marking contest, a mark which Charlie Ballard would have taken. Um, I want to put this on the table – it's not intentional because it's a football act. He's trying to, at the very least, spoil the ball and impact the contest. So at the most, it's careless and three weeks, which is a direct to the tribunal trip because it'll be careless, high contact and severe impact. At the very least, it's nothing because he's made a genuine attempt to spoil the ball. Now, people will argue that his eyes weren't on the ball for the duration of the ball's flight into Charlie Ballard's hands. But I would ask you, Scotty, is the onus on the player to look at the ball the whole time or as a forward or as a tall player, should you be allowed to take your eyes off the ball to position yourself or to impact the contest in a way that best gives you the chance to make an impact? Yes to point two, yeah, beyond okay. doubt. If you're approaching a contest, the first thing you do as a player is you assess where the ball's going to land, so the drop zone. The second part of that is you need to determine how you approach that contest where you're going to body up because there's a player there or whether you're going to run and jump at the ball. Yeah. So you can't assess that without fly to the ball, then what's in front of me? So you see players float across the front of the pack or jump into the pack. That's because they know what's there and they approach that contest based on it. Jimmy Bartel was one of the best marks for his size because you'd see, pick up the flight of the ball, look at what he had to do, and then he'd time his jump perfectly because he knew where the opponent was as an example. It's both. Yep. Um, I think it has to be judged on was a, a legitimate attempt where spoiling was his what he wanted to do. And what do you think? I think that's the case. I mean, who goes in to clock someone in a spoiling contest? Well, we don't know. So was the duty of care to a point which means this was not a reportable offence? My, um, I'm leaning towards the fact that he'll get three weeks and take it to the tribunal because of the pure fact that he took his eyes off the ball and that would be careless. But we'll have to wait and see what the outcome is. Just on other MRO news, Nick Newman got a week for his intentional strike on Lockie Neal. I don't think Jordan Dawson's got any case to answer for his sling tackle on Lock on um, Max Holmes. No case. And it's probably the same with Brad Close as well. All right. Beautiful work from you, Tommy. SEN merch is now available. Get your exclusive SEN branded t-shirts at merch.sen.com.au. Stick with us on Sunday Crunch Time. Plenty more to come, including the Cats holding off a plucky Crows.